This is uh, Alec Albrecht and his podcast, his teacher podcast for Mr. Foster's class. Uh, my guest today is a elementary teacher from Fraser um, Public Schools. Uh, she teaches fourth grade at um, Mark Twain Elementary. Uh, and my guest is none other than my mom, Mrs. Albrecht. Um, so, Mrs. Albrecht, how long have you been teaching at uh, Fraser Public? How long have you been teaching in general? Oh, hi there. Well, in general, I've been teaching almost 30 years. Uh, this is actually my 27th year of teaching at Mark Twain Elementary, and I've been lucky enough to have fourth grade for the last 26 years and taught fifth grade my first year. So I've been lucky to be at the same building for, for all this time. Now... I know a lot of people we've been talking about, one of the first things I'm going to talk about is we've recently discussed the job market for teachers and how that's changed. Um, when when you first started getting into teaching, what was the job market like then? Like I'm just going to dive right into it. What was the job market like then compared to it as you think now? Well, it was extremely competitive. Actually, the year I graduated from college uh, back in 1992 from Wayne State, Actually, there was, you know, some layoffs and things like that. So um, the demand for teachers was really high. There was teachers that were subbing. We had a huge sub pool and there was lots of teachers that were anxious to get their own classrooms. So I had to do a little bit of subbing in long terms before I actually got hired. And that's that's interesting because we talked about actually today. So this is actually Thursday when I recorded this. But today in class, we talked about how the demand for teachers has always kind of been high. And it's actually increasing more and more. And part of the reason is the effect is COVID. A lot of teachers quit. Um, you know, it was, it was a, there was a, definitely a generational gap when it came to um, learning virtual stuff. And a lot of the older teachers and their generations quit. Um, so that's just a, another problem. But there's always been a high demand for teachers. In fact, um, my teacher for this class, Mr. Foster, uh, said that his when he did it like a teacher job fair the the state there's a bunch of schools in Michigan but there's also separate states like stations you can go to and California and Nevada still have the lowest like the most teacher de- like demand right now like they need teachers they were offering back then $5,000 signing bonus just if you agreed to move to California and became a teacher there so that's wow. that's crazy that's that stays consistent um Another thing is, uh, when did you like first know you wanted to become a teacher? Like, when did that kind of click to you? Like, as far as a career choice and stuff like that. I actually knew pretty pretty early on. Um, since I was very little, I was always you know with having a, a sister very close to my age. I was always the one that wanted to play school and pretend I was a teacher, um, kind of bossy. So I kind of fit the role. <laughs> but uh, no, I kind of knew early on it was either that or going to law. I was considering, you know, to be an attorney. So it was kind of, you know, back and forth in regards to that. But uh, teaching definitely was a calling for me. Um, it, I still love what I do. It has changed drastically, though, since I started back in 1994. Officially. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to talk about that real quick. I mean, demographically, Fraser has changed a lot. And that's just with the general area Fraser is in. Um, can you talk to me how you've adapted that? Because the big thing about teaching is, you want a healthy living community. You want all your students to, you know, feel welcome. Um, obviously, regardless of race, color, you know, religion, all that stuff. So especially with how different society is today than it was in 1994. And I mean, you teach such a young group of kids, like at home life's a big difference. There's a lot of big 
difference with cultural and ethical groups and stuff like that. So like, how is, how is that changed? And also like, how have you dealt with, you know, the, the ethnic, ethnic changes and demographic changes that Frazier has gone through? Right. Uh, yes, definitely. Um, you know, growing up in Frazier myself, um, I, you know, I've watched it, you know, it's a wonderful community still is, um, things have changed since I've started teaching there. And, I think our particular district and building, you know, has done a phenomenal job of being very cultural, you know, responsible in regards to many things. Um, we're a very accommodating community and we're always reaching out and supporting um, all of our families, you know, no matter their income levels or um, depending on, you know, their, 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 you know, heritage and, and their culture and things like that. So I, I think we've responded very well to those changes. Um, we've had to grow, you know, it's, it's happened gradually in my particular building. So, um, we, we've always had that learning curve, but I think we've, we've handled it beautifully, um, in all these years, I think just with COVID and everything else, I think that's been more of a, a, a challenge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> since, uh, we were kind of thrown into that very quickly. Yeah. That goes for everyone too. It's just crazy how things like that can change and how well teachers had to adapt and kind of everyone didn't know what was going on. I don't think anyone really in any profession knew what to do, really do at that point, but we've had more things figured out. That's for sure. As time has gone on. Um, that's going to bring me to the kind of my next question is, you know, we talked about how you adapt with, you know, different kids from, you know, different backgrounds. There's also lots of different kids. This is a more general question. Lots of different kids with different learning styles. And one of the hardest things for me is, you know, especially being an athlete and being a leader in sports is I've always kind of, um, you know, trying to be a leader and try to motivate guys the way um, I get motivated, which is, you know, I'm, I'm a competitive person and, you know, I can only really see things from my point of view. And I think that's just because I'm young and, you know, I just need to gain that experience. But for teachers, you got to understand every student's learning abilities, you know, what buttons to push kind of, you know, obviously it's a less competitive and intense field as say basketball or something like that. You're in a classroom setting. Um, so how do you accommodate like different learning strategies and styles for those kids, especially when every now, especially with the digital age, every kid learns differently. Like, how do you manage to do that with a classroom of, you know, 25, 30 kids? Right. Um, yes, that, you know, that's one area we've always, that's kind of evolved over time since I've been teaching, but all the different learning styles, obviously there's some kiddos that respond well, um, you know, with, you know, seeing it, they have to actually, you know, watch it or, 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 you know, actually do it hands-on. Um, some just have that memory where they're able to just, you know, pick up on it immediately and some need a little more time to grasp or master that concept. So one thing in Frasier, at least we are, we all, or every child has a one-on-one -on -one device. So we definitely have tackled the digital end of that, but in some aspects that has sometimes hurt us a little bit too, mm -hmm. because, um, the, you know, the kids are used to that and they are staring at those devices a long time. So, and then they continue to do that at home. So, so my goal is often to get them more, you know, we're, we're really working on the social emotional being as well right now, especially because of COVID and we're seeing such, you know, trauma and effects because of the time we have spent at home. Um, so we're trying to just kind of veer away from some of those devices just to give them a break and, and to get outside and move around and also just, you know, hit the creative end of things and also just, you know, being able to, to talk to them as, as kids and not just drill them with, with uh, all the other school things that we normally do this time of year. Right, right. And that's that's totally understandable, especially, you know, a weird thing I've always kind of thought about, like, is imagine if this pandemic happened, you know, t even 10 years ago, 
not to mention 20 years ago or when you started teaching how different it would be and how there would be no virtual learning essentially because the you know the limitations we had back then like not every kid owned a computer you know not every kid had a computer in his pocket basically with smartphones so that's a big thing and that kind of brings me to my last question um you know you've had a lot of experience being a teacher one of the main topics and one of the main things we've done in class especially you know teacher cadet is explaining and modeling content so basically just giving a lesson and everything we've done for that has involved some sort of technology uh whether it's you know google slides or you know videos presentations so lots of media and stuff like that so i'm curious just like how that like how that was for you when you first started teaching and how much that has changed like I know I have this weird image of like, you know, a chalkboard and everyone's sitting up. Like, that's just like a stereotypical like classroom. And, you know, so I'm just I'm, I'm curious to how that has changed, you know, since you started teaching. Oh, yeah. Tremendously. Um, I have had to evolve a ton. And, and a lot of us, especially my generation of teachers, because we did start off with chalkboards and we also had no computers at the time. Um, I didn't even have a, fo- a classroom phone That's when I first crazy. started. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep, we had a little. We still actually in our classrooms have a little box with a string that we can pull, but it doesn't work anymore. And that's how we used to communicate with the office. So um, we have come so far. When I look at our classrooms with our Promethean panels, our we all of us teachers have MacBooks. Every kid has an iPad. Um, you know, our technology is insane. Like we also have, you know, our our smart. Uh, devices to use as well and then our our dot cameras and and it's amazing how much I've evolved and I've had to in order to keep up with the times and and, and this is the way the kids learn now and they're used to that at their fingertips. Um, we had to learn a little bit faster especially with COVID in regards to our learning management systems having things available for kids online if they do have to go you know quarantine or if they have to go virtual um, and we've done a mixed model of hybrid and all that in Fraser. so we've kind of been a jack of all trades for this particular year or so oh that's that's for sure and i think teachers were put in such a hard position they you know they're 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 essentially frontline workers i mean they had to work through you know everything and every bits and pieces through that pandemic and especially especially the first couple months when no one knew what was going on no one we all thought we were just getting two extra weeks of spring break and then everything just started happening so fast and it was yes. a weird time, but obviously sure. teachers stuck through. It was big. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of like the last question I had wrapping things up. Uh, I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your very busy schedule for meeting with me today. You're welcome. <laughs> um, once again, this is uh, Mrs. Albrecht. She's a fourth grade teacher at uh, F- Fraser Public Schools. That's Mark Twain Elementary. Um, and that's my guest today. And I'm just going to sign off today. I appreciate you listening um, to all Mr. Foster's class. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and um, hope you give it a good review.